Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rana McBerto will your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have, as usual, a great show for you today. Today, I don't have many videos to show you. I don't, uh, probably two of them that I'll show you in website, but there is what, there, there's a video that I want to show you that uh, just before I came on, it was actually on uh, MSNBC where, uh, what's her name? Uh, just, she's given a farewell. She's off to have her baby. And what she had to say was touching. And I hope, let me just see if I'm going to have some sound on this. Hold one second. Let's see if I'm going to be able. I may be able to get it played. I, I, I hope I can get it played. I, I may have to go ahead and uh, soup up the volume somehow because it looks like I didn't have enough gain on it. So when I play this, I'm going to ask you guys to listen closely to it. And then later on when I reprocess it, I'll get the better gains on it. But I really want to, you guys to listen to this today. But anyhow, let's go ahead and get started. Let me put this one on hold here. And let's go ahead and get started. Welcome aboard, El Senor E2247. Welcome to the program. Eric Hayes, something with KVUE. You know, that's my old station in Austin, Texas, if I recall correctly. Lee Grant, look at that. The, two, the, the second to two last messages from my two prominent conservatives, Eric Hayes and Lee Grant. How are you guys doing, guys? Uh, let's see. Michael Rudnan, welcome aboard. Julie Van Astel, good afternoon, everyone. Deborah John, L.A. L.A. checking in. Yvette Avery Herod, our union organizer, the person who runs things and are going to get things right in this country. Then we, of course, have AVQ, AVQ, a.k.a. Michael Rutland. Of course, AVQ starts with, with giving, you know, he comes and he tells us, these are the things I would really like to see you talk about. And since it's the all show, anybody who does this, I oblige. Anyhow. Biden announces new goal of vaccinating, a uh, goal of vaccinating 70% of Americans, adults by July 4th, the minimum requirement for herd immunity by vaccination, and with point, uh, at which point we can reopen our economy. There's some consternation regarding what the actual herd immunity requirement rate is, 70, 80, 90. Don't know. I'm going to be leaving that a few minutes early to get my first shot of the day. Let's all give AVQ Michael Rodden a hand. He is going to get his vaccine. And he's a youngster. You know, Actually, he's not all that young, but I like to call him a youngster. Anyhow, we also have from uh, El Senor Rodden, did Biden say people making less than 400K will not pay a single penny in taxes? That's exactly what he says. The Biden administration tax plan will not raise taxes on people making less than $400,000, but those people will still have to pay taxes. Everybody has to pay taxes. Got to love these Biden gaffes. He's been repeatedly promising that people making less than four hundred per year won't see their taxes raised. Then one time, says people making less than four hundred k a year won't see any taxes, and the right-wing bubble jumps. Look, we're going to have to leave the right-wing bubble to jump unless we're willing to go down and play that game. I say sometimes it's always fun to play that game, right? Like when they say certain silly things, we should do the same thing with it. Just for parity, right? But the truth of the matter is we don't have to run to say that because we know what it means. And all he has to say is, no, what I really meant was X, Y, Z. And anybody complaining, we make sure and let the next time that person has a gaff, we go ahead and say, I am a gaff machine myself. But you know what? When, when you are a person that don't mind saying, hey, I screwed up. This is what I really meant to say. There's not a problem there. Okay, Facebook ban 
on Donald Trump will hold social. Not really completely sure of that quite yet. But how many times did Trump break terms and conditions? Anyone else would have been banned years ago for the same offenses. Trump doesn't deserve a pass just because of his position. Every time I talk about Trump, I hope it's the last time. It's not going to be the last time. Because until the Republican Party drops Trump as their leader... Trump is still someone we have got to speak about. We've got to talk about it. But they didn't really, they said taking him off was correct, but you need to make sure that the policies are consistent to justify keeping him off permanently because some people get banned for a month, for 30 days, two days, a few minutes. Uh, they have to have a policy that actually enumerates what it is that gives you a lifetime ban on the pro on, on the on the platform. I, for one, I think just I believe in free speech, but you can't say fire in a crowded theater because you are going to cause more harm by doing that. I would I I think I agree with what the board said. I want there to be rules to follow. Otherwise, I don't think arbitrarily it is okay to take Trump off of Facebook. And I'm going to give you some per how it affects me personally. Uh, but when I say me, I'm talking about our project, Politics Done Right, TYT, and all these other guys that are doing this stuff on the internet. Donald Trump is a scourge of the earth. Donald Trump is an evil person. But uh, if somebody can arbitrarily remove Donald Trump from a platform... They can arbitrarily remove Politics Done Right, TYT, the Management Solution. All these other programs could get removed arbitrarily. I think what we need is a body. And this body has to be independent, in my humble opinion, of the private companies. I think at some point in time, communication companies as a private entity has to be considered a utility that is either that is heavily regulated, if it's, if it's not going to be controlled by us, the we, the people, the entire government, and it's going to be controlled by, let's say, a private entity who dictate what goes on, when it comes to who is allowed on that platform, I think we have to have an independent body that goes ahead and allows, uh, that says, well, this person can be banned, not, etc., etc., etc. And the reason why, again, is Trump not being on... Facebook materially affects his possibility of running for elective office. We know that. And, and a lot of us who don't want him would be, hey, we are happy for that. But it could also mean getting a Bernie Sanders who is very left of center. Uh, if, if the plutocracy doesn't want him, they could say we don't want him on the platform at all. So we want to be, we want to be very clear in the way these things are done, in my humble opinion. All right. The 1.5 degree global warming limit is not impossible, but it will be. Our civilization can survive 1.5 degrees warming, but after 2 degrees, global warming will put so much pressure on our civilization, the collapse becomes imminent. I, look, I want to be very fair with, uh, with what we're talking about, climate change. And I don't, what, what, what I want to do is, and that's correct, right? But I want, I want folks to remember that there was a time that the, air, the, the temperature was a lot hotter and... There were, there were organisms, and, and we probably would be as well, that can adapt, right? What I think we have to promote is much deeper than that. We want to promote that we don't want the environment change out of cycle. 
we want to make sure because out of cycle mean large gradients. Large gradients mean catastrophe with hurricanes, catastrophe with all these things. So we shouldn't be the ones affecting uh, affecting the environment in an, in an unknown fashion. And we know things bad things are going to happen. But where we get in trouble a lot of times that the right wing is able to monopolize on is when we make certain comments like the 12 year, in 12 years, it's all over. And 12 years is going to come and it's not going to be over even if we throw a whole lot of crap in the air. That's just the reality. That is just the reality. We're going to get big storms that are going to destroy things and all that kind of stuff. And, but after 12 years, you know, right now there's this 12-year thing that people are putting on. I want folks to be very careful about the prognostication of 12 years, etc., because all those things will be played in, in, in ads later on to dissuade the American people from doing the things that they need and have to do. So I want us to be very careful in the, in the absoluteness of what actually occurs at 1.5 degrees, at 2 degrees, at 3 degrees, etc. Because we don't want that being used against us, in my humble opinion, that is. Greta Thunberg, we will like not accept giving up on limiting warming. Our challenge isn't over. I love the young lady. I love her passion. We need people like her doing what she's doing. Fossil air pollution responsible for 1 in 5 death worldwide. Yeah. That's why I keep saying uh, to, to everybody that would listen, when you pay $2.75 for gasoline or, 10 or, or $3 for gasoline, you are not really paying the price of gasoline. The price of gasoline should also include the damaged lungs of the people breathing its remnants. It should also include the benzene that's in the bloodstream of those that will get cancer and all these other diseases that they themselves will pay for. When they pay that out of pocket, that is pay pay that is money that you are not paying for the for the luxury of using gasoline and the efficiency that it brings you. These are complex issues that I think we ought to discuss in a rational fashion that makes it all okay for the entire society. E two two four seven. Hola, everyone. How's your bones this fine day? My bones fine. My head isn't hurting as bad as it was yesterday. Yesterday it was hurting so bad. I couldn't really read the screen very well. Uh, Lee Hayes here. Uh, let's see. What is your, uh, you know, Hayes, you went ahead and you put a link in there, but you didn't put an explanation. Notice that when Rudman puts a link in there, he makes us kind of know what it's going to be about. So I know if I should click it or not, if it's going to come up with a sound. I don't want to affect the, the broadcast, etc. So let me know, my brother, and we'll go from there. Lee Grant says, Egberto, I was listening to Tom Hartman's show and invited folks in his chat to visit here. They're, they're mostly Trump haters. You know, it's not about hating Trump. It's about hating what Trump has done. And by the way, interesting that you're talking about Tom. Tom, I, looked, I, I spoke to Tom yesterday and I said, hey, he, he has a, the, the Tom Hartman reports comes out daily now. And I'm going to start carrying the Tom Hartman reports daily on my site because I, I find Tom Hartman very insightful. And uh, when I don't mean insightful with a C-U-I, but an insightful with a S-I-G-H-T. And I really like to read his reports. And, uh, you know, and I, I owe it to him as well. Because Tom Hartman uh, you, uh, would follow some of my Daily Coast stories. And he would read my Daily Coast stories on his show many times. So uh, I love the reciprocation. But he, 
he's a damn good writer, damn good author, and he has his pulse, his, his finger on the pulse. Uh, thank you for telling the folks to come on over. Uh, Julie Van Asdel, happy Cinco de Mayo. Oye, Cinco de Mayo, that is correct. Things going to get expensive. Uh, yeah, I mean, the economy is opening up again. A lot of what we've seen for the last year was a, a uh, decline in a lot of things. Wages, a decline, in, a decline in the price of products because people weren't buying it. Supply and demand says that as people go outside and start buying more things, things are going to get more expensive. Also, wages are going to be going up. The thing about it is what you want to watch is you want to make sure that, the, that your rate of wage increase is larger than the rate of product pricing. And let, let me give an example. When we tell people to pay uh, the McDonald's worker $15 an hour, oh, my burger is going to now go from 3 bucks or whatever a burger costs to, it's going to increase in price by 25%. No, it's not. 5% less than 5%. Increase. I think they had said something like paying 15 bucks an hour to the employees would just add a 10 cents or so to a burger. Some ridiculously low amount it'll add to a burger. So, folks, um, if you want to help society uh, and help everybody, you want to see the Burger King folks' rates go up, etc., etc. Macho Man Randy Savage. Egberto, would you deal with white guilt? Just say the word and I'll end it. Oh, I feel so guilty. I don't want white folks to feel guilty of anything. I want everybody, including white folks, to be proactive in making society what it ought to be. Uh, everybody having equal access to success. It's that simple. You see, I personally, pigmentation, on, I'll be very frank with you guys. It, it was very, when I started talking the race issue, because if you go back, 10 years or so when I had liberal politics done right. That was the name of the show before. It was just politics done right. It was just liberal politics done right. I never spoke about race. And the reason I didn't speak about race is that a black man, a black Latino, a black Caribbean man, I didn't want to be typecast into talking about race. Because that's how, if you, if you go on TV, you, when they're talking about other issues for, a long, for the longest time, you just see when they're talking about economics and when they're talking about all these other issues that affect all of us. You'd only see white guys, right? And then they bring up a racial issue, and then you'll see a black guy come in to make a comment. I never wanted to be that black guy that was called to make a comment about racial issues. Because the same issues that affect the, the, the population at large is what affects me. The economy, health care, uh, patent law, all those things affect me. And those are the things that I have a lot of knowledge on and what I've done a lot of researching. That's where I've written my book. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom, took care of a whole lot of those things. That's what I wanted to talk about. So I, in my, in the, when it was liberal politics, and I never, ever spoke about race. But it's amazing to me that after 10 years, when you would think things are getting better, that they're actually getting worse. People are getting more carnal because... The right wing is using race as a stigma. They're using it as an issue to keep power. Because as we get more intelligent, as we find out things that race is a stupid thing, it's a racial construct, it makes no sense, pigmentation, that sort of, it, it's silly. As we find those things out, it is hard for people not to see the culprit of who's really hurting them, who's really harming them. When I, used to t when I look at people and tell folks, I have more in common with that average KKK member in Timbuktu than I have with Oprah Winfrey. They're, oh my God, how could you say that? 
And then I say, do you think Oprah Winfrey cares to see me around after her show in her village? No. Who do you think Oprah Winfrey feels more comfortable with, me or Donald Trump? And a lot of people would realize that the same reason you see all those black, black clowns running up when Donald Trump got elected, all of them were having lunch with Donald Trump because they are of the same class, the same ilk. You see, those of us down here are made to fight among each other on pigmentation issues because they looked, at, they looked down at us and said, look at those fools. We've got the green. Whoever we are, whether it's Beyonce or Donald Trump, if you doubt me, Donald Trump has done horrendous things. We could, the progressive base could be funded completely because we are so, we are so efficient and it's so inexpensive for us to do things. Look at my, my setup. I have a very complicated setup here that I did on the cheap. Very, I can mimic any studio out there with the potential that I have. If I had one more person here, even the graphics and the coming could be much better. Just like MSNBC that spend millions, I can do it for a fraction of the cost. So therefore, if the, if the supposedly progressive, the Oprah Winfrey's, the Beyonce's, the, all these guys really thought Donald Trump were so bad, they would go and find all these great progressive outlets Little outlets that have a lot of penetration. You know, they'll get 20, 30,000 people with me. They'll get another uh, 200,000 with, uh, with, with Tom Hartman. They'll get, you know, all these places have the ability to disperse a message outside of the corporate control. They would invest there, but they don't. And you have to ask yourself, why? And the reason why is we do not share. Us middle class people including the clowns that think they're KKK people that somehow they have something against me, right? They want us like that because at the top, they know that keeping us worried about silly stuff prevents us from seeing that this economic system is a parasitic economic system that takes advantage of all of your worth and they profit from it. They found a way to profit from it. And look, people say, oh, well, it's a free enterprise system. It's not a free enterprise system. It's a meritocracy. It's not a meritocracy. And by the way, I explain all of that in my new book, How to Make America Utopia. But they stay there. They're out there. And they want us. So, you know, when everybody talk about Oprah or they talk about Beyonce or they talk about Trump, I, I put them all together. You know, they just have a different narrative. One has a narrative that make a whole lot of money with this group of people, and the other one has a narrative that make a whole lot of money with this other group of people. And when we educate ourselves, when we educate ourselves to make it understood that the people that have everything in common is all of us who actually go out there and work every single damn day. All right, Michael Rudden says, I'm 46 and I'm going to be heading out a few minutes out. Of <laughs> okay, Rudden, I know you're 46, but I still, you're younger than I am, so I always like to call you the youngster, but I love you, brother. Is that 400 for a couple or singles? The 400 is for a single. Any single person making $400,000 or less is exempt from new taxes. Eric Hayes, who cares and who would have thought Orange Man would ever get it back? Actually, I thought he was going to get it back. In fact, I would not have been, I would have been, 
I would have felt terrible for the country that he will have a big voice over FB, but I would not have been very upset if he got it because it would have followed a lot of the tenets that I believe in. I would want them to come up with a policy that says if you are creating an, if you're using our platform to create an insurrection, then we got to get you off. That's 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 my comeback. Uh, Tom C. Rep. Just Lafferty of Tennessee rewrites history. Constitution framers. Yeah, I know. Three fifths. I, I read that. Three fifths of a man. The reason Egberto Willis, that black man, was considered three fifths of a person was so that later on we could end slavery and that black man would no longer be a slave. I mean, the crap that these people come up with to justify this stuff, it's amazing, you know? It, I mean, it's amazing. No, let's just be frank. The Constitution was a racist document. It reflected the people of the time who wrote it, period. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't affect our white brothers and sisters of today. We've all grown up. We've all learned. I had stupid beliefs myself. I was a homophobe. I was the idiot. I was the buffoon who wasn't homophobe. I educated myself. You know, that's who we are. We're humans. So, yeah, I thought it was funny, Tom C. I really thought it was funny. ATL checking in. Eric says they are not private. They are public. And uh, you, you corrected me yesterday. They're a public company. When I say... When, when I'm talking private, in this case, I'm talking the private sector, okay? That's what I mean. Facebook's ruling was an independent oversight board. Yeah, an independent oversight board paid for by Facebook. Michael Rudden, Egberto, our civilization has enjoyed its stable climate for 12,000 years. Human industry has pumped. So, oh, yeah, I, I agree with you. We're not in disagreement at all, Michael, at all, at all, at all. I'm just saying we have to be careful in when we make the absolute statements of what's going to occur in 12 years, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Eric Hayes, we already have hurricanes and typhoons, et cetera, right? Uh, look at what they've said for Y2K. I was a part of Y2K. I sell uh, the Z modem protocol, X modem, Y modem, and all these guys that store the year in a two-digit thing. I made provisions for the Y2K way back in the 1990s, okay? Early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. My software included provisions for Y2K. A lot of software did not include provisions for Y2K that needed to be fixed, including a few uh, software on satellites that use GPS and that rollover was going to create problems. This is, these are days when memory was very expensive. But I want to tell you something. Y2K was a... Uh, many companies use Y2K for fraud. I, what I, I don't know if, I, if you were here when I told this story. I left three, over $300,000 on the table because of my... On, I, I was going to say stupidity, but actually it's not stupidity. I can sleep very well at night. It's my honesty. Let me tell you what happened. I had over, I think it was what, uh, three, let's see, it was over 6,000 customers who used my product, the, 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 the communication product. And when Y2K come, all these different customers would send emails and send texts, uh, what is your upgrade methodology for, uh, for Y2K? It would have been on, it, at least 50% of those people would have upgraded and each, it would have, each upgrade would have been about 100 bucks or so, each of them, Okay. And in my utter, you know, we, we make good products at Woolies Computer Software Company, I said, oh, no, not to worry. The software that you purchased from me already made provisions for Y2K back in 1989. So, therefore, you don't have to upgrade. 
And by the way, was I so damn smart that I had the Y2K fix in my software? Hell no. Any programmer knows that it's some simple stuff. The Y2K issue was a very simple stuff. Two digits were used to do the year. And because of that, after it went from 99 to 00, a lot of people thought it would revert to, two, to, to 1900 instead of 2000. That's a problem. Okay? Here's the deal. Those of us who write software figured that if you wrote software in 1951, you probably, a lot of people already figured that out. But anyhow, I figured when they came for that, I said, ah, taken care of. You know what most companies did? They said, the upgrade is going to cost X, Y, Z, and we have a X time limit when we can put the upgrade out, and this is what it's going to cost you. A lot of people made a lot of money for doing absolutely nothing. And every time I tell people that story, I'm called an idiot. You left over $300,000 on the table. And now I have to say, hey, folks, support politics and right, please. Support politics and right, please. So, but, but that is the issue. The thing about it is, that is what I hate about capitalism, right? It, it, it actually penalizes those people who want to do good. And it credits... It awards people who are willing at all costs to do whatever to the other person. Okay. The former guy would have been uh, in jail 199 in Rudy. Let me continue reading. Egberto, I have, haven't acted to lower emissions within nine years. Global warming will be out of humanity's hand. At that point, we're screwed. Uh, Egberto, can you interview Cohen and Nance in a three-way conversation? There would be a rest in peace for sure. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, look it up, see if they'll do it. Egberto, uh, if you are hoping that species adapt, that's not likely. No, I'm not hoping that species adapt. What I'm saying, first of all, man has methods, right? And capitalism and all the other isms have methods. But that's for another day. Deborah John, millions of users permanently banned from social media for less offenses. I agree with you, my dear. Uh, LOL, Egberto talking money is committee. Oh, really? Okay. Peggy Lopez, welcome aboard. Rachel Carson wrote... The Silent Spring, sometime in 1050s, the, major, the first major explanation of how we are destroying the oceans and planet, 12 years, will not help any of the destruction from 70 years. Hear you, Peggy. Every case says people are, not, are all not going back to work and staying home, particularly in the food area. And why is this? Um, let, I want to say something. Here's, here's a something I want to say about that. A lot of people are complaining. Oh, my God, the food industry, the, the restaurants can't get enough people to hire because they're making more money sitting on their butts at home because the government is giving them that stipend. And to which I say, I am not getting that stipend, but do I envy those waitresses, waiters, cooks, and all those guys who are staying at home because the government is paying them what is equivalent to $15 an hour to sit down on their asses, I don't mind at all. And let me tell you why I don't mind. We have been taking advantage of those workers for so many decades to see that somehow they've gotten a break and that if those employers want them back in the building, that they have to pay them more? Since we have a, a, a Congress in, unable to get a minimum wage price increase well let's get a wage uh, uh, let's let's create an employment shortage to jack the price up since they don't want to do it the right way okay so no i am very happy and and for those for the waitress for all those people that are sitting at home 
getting that money, the unemployment money. Because remember, to get that unemployment, you had to have been a person working. For all those people that are sitting back, wait till they give you a good offer. I am not going to call them lazy. I'm not going to call them any of that kind of stuff. Because for once in their lives, they're the ones getting over. For once, they're the ones getting over. So no. And again, like I said, I don't get that. But I understand. I can be empathetic with them enough to understand that they've been working for a long time. All right. Race is important in medical diagnosis and treatment. It's not a social construct. Let me correct you. Race as you see it is not the medical diagnosis issue. Let me explain. I just saw this. My mother just sent me a video that pointed this out. Black people in the Caribbean came from Africa. Just like black people in the United States and other places. But let me tell you what happened. What they found out is certain medications in the United States that work very well on white, white Americans. They don't work well on black Americans. They don't work well on Caribbean Americans. But guess where they work well? On black Africans. It is a lot more complex than that, Lee Grant. Race again, is a social construct. There are too many permutations. In other words, a black person being able to give a white person a heart that their own sister couldn't give them. Uh, we could go into all these other permutations of different diseases. You can say that there is a that, that people in a particular group have a tendency to have a particular set of diseases. A lot of times that has more to do with the environment that that cluster used to be in. Again, the Caribbean blacks compared to the African blacks. So I think uh, the, 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 the ter- what you just said there was a bit simplistic. Uh, and, the re- and, 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 and a lot of times that simplicity comes from one not wanting to believe the commonality of humanity. In other words... And, and it has a touch of supremacy as well. In other words, you, you must attempt to make race more than a social construct to justify some sort of attacking or tapping order. Tacking? Is it tacking order? Tapping uh, order. No, it's not. Uh, just like you find super intelligent and super dumb in every quote-unquote race, that is how it is. Get it out of your minds. Race is nothing but a social construct. Punto y final. All right, let's continue. Uh, wow, I have a program and I'm still talking to you guys, which means a lot of the program I'll just... I, good thing is I have links to everything in the blog post. Paul says people vote by their class status. It's less of them. But controlling how some think in keeping a culture war helps them stay in power. <laughs> Paul, that is the message of the day. Paul Fleming has the message of the day because he gets to the guts of it when I was talking about Beyonce, Oprah, Donald Trump, and all the others. Eric Hayes, don't you think capitalism will stay corporate world around via shareholders, etc.? No. Uh, Capitalism has to end. Uh, Capitalism is going to end in one of two ways. You can listen to what Richard uh, Wolff has to say about that. But capitalism has to end because it is unsustainable. It is mathematically unsustainable. The only way to keep it sustained is to destroy and start back again. With I mean, you can have what happens with capitalism is this: you, you reach to the unsustainability part, you get a war, you destroy a whole lot of crap, and then you start back with capitalism again. 
Okay? So you can have those cycles. You can have those destructive cycles and always return back to capitalism in that form. Because what you do is this. Uh, you build a lot of stuff and eventually you reach steady state. You destroy a lot of crap and you have to rebuild again. But destroying a lot of crap meaning losing a lot of people, losing a lot of lives. Why not maintain a sustainability? Why not maintain like an ant colony? An ant colony is so sustainable, right? In other words, they have a method. Everybody's doing something because everything that needs to be done can get done. In, in our, our, on our current economic system, we are limited by the laws of capitalism that enriches a few. And if, if things cannot be done by enriching a few, and that gives me a segue I'm going to continue with all the messages, but I want to go to a segue to one of the things, one of the messages of the show today. Because one of the title of the show is, um, why uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the free vaccine, right? Right now, we could really mitigate this thing. We know, how, we know what vaccines work. We know that. We've had enough time. We've had enough time now. That we could have built enough factories in India, in China, in Brazil, in all these places so that everybody by the end of May would be vaccinated. We could have done that. What was the limiting factor why we couldn't do that? Nobody could figure out how the capitalists would make the money from building these factories and all of that to create the vaccines, etc. And no government wanted to buck the pharmaceutical industries to say, we're just going to build factories out of the gazoo and start vaccinating people. In other words, we have factories that make Moderna, uh, Pfizer, uh, Johnson & Johnson, and a couple others. We have those factories. We know how to make them now. We know how to build those factories. Those factories have been operational for over six months now. We are actually more than a year because they pre-built these factories knowing what was going on. We could go ahead and duplicate these factories exactly as is throughout the world and solve the problem. The problem that we have is capitalism says, how are we going to split the spoils? Uh, so it, it puts a chain on us. When I tell you capitalism is slavery, that's what I'm talking about. We could have had this stuff nipped. We could have all the people who wanted to be vaccinated in Africa, in Middle America, in South America, in Central America, in Asia, in Europe. It could be done. Capitalism was the limiting factor. Don't ever forget that. If we were like an ant colony, there's a problem. Everything would be solved by going to do it. It's, we know the solution. We know the solution. What is that you want to get on the screen, Michael Redden? Let's see. Uh, but the, Oh, okay. I love those kind of memes. Here we go. Michael Redden have a meme for you guys. I love those. It says here, uh, but the founding fathers did intend. I'm going to stop you right there. The founding fathers didn't intend for black slaves to go free. Whoops. For black slaves to go free, nor for me to vote, nor for you to vote since you don't own land. I'm kind of over the founding fathers intent. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good one and I'm leaving that up for a while because that is so important for us to understand we need to stop making we need to stop glorifying the founding fathers we need to accept that the founding fathers had some good concepts most of the concepts was made for people like them and I'm not talking about my white sisters I'm not talking about my non-land-owning white brothers I'm not talking for black folk or anybody else it was just for a few. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever believe it was anything other than that.
Eric Hayes, the 12 years AOC thing is a farce. We don't know it's a farce. What we don't know is, uh, I'm not going to say it's a farce. It could be, and it could be that we have more time. I don't know. Global warming has made hurricanes stronger and more frequent. Climate change is creating conditions for more extreme weather events. That is an absolute fact. I'm very scared for this summer because of the sporadic weather. Western states are already hitting 100 degrees. Yeah, uh, you know, when Michael Rudnan talked about the tipping point in 6 to 12 years, my thing is that we could actually be at the tipping point already. Now, let me just tell you guys a few things about, about entropy. Well, it's not only entropy that we want to talk about here, but um, one of the things that hurricanes do, right, is it unleashes so much energy that a lot of that pent-up energy that's built into the system gets removed. E is equal to mc squared, right? So therefore, if, um, if we get a lot of, uh, if you get some really bad hurricanes, right, that is energy dissipated, right? That is energy dissipated. So there are, there is some, at the, the earth will always reach a balance. This, I'm just speaking to you from an engineering standpoint here, from a scientific standpoint. Hurricanes and all these uh, energy, ex these things that create all these energy disasters, that is just the planet reaching equilibrium, right? In other words, you put all that energy into the system, that, that energy gets dispersed. And those, uh, dispersed in the, in, the, in the form of hurricanes, in the form of bad weather, in the form of the heated lakes, etc., etc., etc. And... Uh, the question is that oscillation, you know, I, I wish more of our climate scientists would sort of speak to people in this, in this form. Uh, the, 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 is, is if, when, when I was doing uh, feedback control, we used to talk about a, some, something called a steady state error, right? And the, uh, oh, it's not a steady state error that I'm talking about. That, that constancy of increase, and that is what we're looking at. You get the oscillation, which is an error. But it's on, a, it's on a line that is constantly increasing. Something that we used to do in feedback control when we're controlling ships or controlling all those other types of things. Anyhow, Pepe1776, Frank the Tank. <laughs> all right, Boomerang. Boom, Boomer U. We spent a decade before uh, Y2K making sure industrial controls wouldn't fail. It was man decades of engineering work. Saved the planet from just one more apocalypse. Yeah, but what I said is true, boom, Boomer U. A lot of people had already thought about this back in 1950. A lot of folks had already known about the turnover in, in, in that time. Some people didn't, the people that didn't uh, do that just didn't expect their software to last till the year 2000, you know, but anyhow. All right, let's go back. Michael uh, Rudnan says, uh, no, that's a reply. Okay, the scales are off people's eyes of how society has been unfair to the essential workers. Exactly, Jessica. And that's what I'm saying. But, you know, enough of us, too many of us, you know, we go to a restaurant and we have long lines and we see a lot of empty tables even though they're six feet apart. And some people may say, why they can't hire people, those lazy people? No, it's about time. It's about time. I, 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 I people need a break, man. People need a break. I don't think America, I don't think the 20% that their wages are fairly good. The 10%, their wages are great. The 1%, their wages exceed everything else. And the 1%, which is obscene, it's hard for them to understand what the 80% down below looks like. And for the 60% below, my God, you don't know what it is. People shacking up together, 
you know, humanity makes all kinds of decisions to, to survive, right? A lot of people don't realize that. And, and, and it happens so slowly that people just live with it. Used to be one family, one house. Now you have two families in a house, three families in a house. Uh, sharing things that they never shared before. A gig economy that does nothing but enriches a few. All those kinds of things, right? We get the semblance of, you know, I, I interviewed a guy who uh, was an Uber driver. And he said, you know, by the time I'm done calculating what driving for Uber really, uh, what I really make, I'm making under minimum wage. I work a lot of hours and I bring home good money. But I'm, I'm, to bring home that good money, I'm working two, three times what I've normally work. I work seven days a week, 12 to 14 hours a day. I bring home good money. But at what cost? All these different forms that we do in this capitalist economy hurt people. All right, let's see. Every bit of my little money is going back into the economy. They're going back to work in another industry like Walmart. Immigrants keep the restaurant industry going and fight. Exactly right. Your fans will love it. Yes. Fans, try this one for an outstanding panel discussion. Last night, put up Lumen Christie Institute, based at the University of Chicago, talking about how to accept others here in our place and in our time. Latino youth on evangelization. Egberto, there's still time to play those two videos you wanted to show. No, I, I, I did. I did them yesterday, uh, if I remembered correctly. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Uh, no, but there's not. Uh, Eric Hayes, good luck with that thought. Talk of plasticity. Okay. All right, let's continue here. Greed, exactly. I'm continuing down, and I think I may be able to fulfill it. Egberto, the tipping point came earlier than that. On May 9, 2013, CO2 levels in the air reached 400 parts per million. This is the first time in human history that this milestone have been passed. I remember when that occurred. It made big news, actually. Uh, Carl Cox, my internet provider is messed up. I am receiving broken stream from... More than a few minutes, and I think I think the firm is messing with me, sadly. Egberto, the 12 to 16 hour per day is going to kill you. Take it easy sometimes, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I, you know what? Let me tell you one thing, though. I enjoy doing this. I honestly enjoy doing this. I feel I'm making, not feel, I know. I get the emails. I get the letters that say, hey, there are a lot of people I wanted to drop out. And they'll say, man, you give me hope that we can actually make a difference. So, look. We're going to make a difference. Peggy Lopez, when there was a Soviet Union, Americans talk about how sad it was there because they had two or three families in a home. And to think, and to think, that is what we're living through. I forgot to go ahead and put my ask up. So let me go ahead and ask you guys, those of you that are on YouTube, please go ahead and consider becoming a member of our YouTube posse. Please consider becoming a member of our YouTube posse as you become a member by clicking that join button. And also, we have a mug to give you for the YouTube posse designed by our one and only... Oh, no no sound? I think it got sound. I, nobody complained about sound. Anyway, our one and only Bridge MCP, leader of the YouTube PDR Posse. Please go ahead and uh, subscribe. Let me put that link in there of how you can actually get the cups to get the cups of the YouTube Posse. Just click on. There we go. And that's how you get the cup. Now, if you are on a different channel, meaning you're not on YouTube, you're on Facebook Live or anywhere else, 
Just go ahead and click politicsandright.com slash YouTube. I've just put the link in the feed, politicsandright.com slash YouTube, politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Now, you can support us as well via Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Or you can support us via politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, spell P-A-Y-P-A-L. Everybody knows how to spend politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Now, if you want to get the book that you see on screen, that is the, several of my books, right? It's worth it, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relative, Friends, and Neighbor. That's a book that came out just before my last book came out. I have a new book out called How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It. And also my other book called, uh, uh, the first book that I wrote, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. I finally got a link for it designed. Uh, you can get all the books at politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. That is where you can find all those books. Make my day. Get all three. Because that is how we help fund what I'm doing right here. It really helps. And you want to know what politics and right that, that books look like? Let me see if I can put it out here, if I can get it here. These are all the books on the screen right there that we have. We have it in audiobook form. We have it in, 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 oh, I don't have that on the screen, do I? I need to put that on the screen right now. We have, we have the books in all forms. You, you can get it in, in, in uh, hard copy, meaning paperback. You can get it in, uh, Kindle, or you can get it, some of them, audiobook. Two of them are already in audiobook. I'm still working on the others for audiobook as well. So please consider going to politicsandright.com slash books to pick up one of our books. But if you go ahead and click that join button right now on, if you're on YouTube, I'll go ahead and put that little box that I get here that says, hey, you've just joined, you've just joined, I need you to join. And again, folks, I could not do this Without you, I could not do this without you. Goodbye. Wish I could hear you. Take care, everyone. Live, live long and prosper. Have a great life. We'll tune in again when I can hear Egberto and others. I'm so sorry that you could hear, couldn't hear us, Carl Cox. You will be missed. You know we love all our people. All our peeps here are very much loved. Let's see. Um, all right. I have time, as uh, Brother Rudnan said, to, to point it out. I want to play a piece by Hassan. And the reason I want to play that piece is to show you how Fauci answered the question about giving vaccines to everybody. I think I can get to that. Where, where is that link? Where is that link? Fauci response. There it is. There we go. Listen to this, folks. Um, Dr. Fauci was asked if he thought it was... If he didn't, if he didn't think as you know, that what we needed to do was to ah, and temporarily come on, stop. Wave patent stop. There you go. I stopped you. Okay. He, Dr. Fauci was asked uh, whether the, you know, what he thought about pretty much getting rid of the patents temporarily to go ahead and get the vaccine out to everybody. And I, I love Dr. Fauci, but I think Dr. Fauci here believe he had to play the capitalist game. I think it would have been proper for him to say that we are in a pandemic. Whatever is necessary to get the drugs out, meaning removing all costs from humanity for these drugs and let all governments pitch in and get those darn drugs into people's arms. Listen to this. 
there is increasing pressure on the president, as you know, to ignore big pharma and temporarily waive patent protections on the COVID vaccine. 60 countries led by India and South Africa, 100 members of the US Congress, 100 Nobel laureates, multiple former world leaders, your friend, Dr. Tedros, the head of the World Health Organization. They all say it's the right thing to do to help developing countries in particular. You seem to disagree, according to an interview you did with the FT yesterday. Why are they all wrong, Dr. Fauci? No, no, they're, they're not all wrong, and I don't necessarily disagree. I'm really quite agnostic on that. My approach is that the end game is where I want to go. I want to see people now in the developing countries getting vaccinated. However you do that as quickly as possible is fine with me. One of the complicating issues of the so-called waiving the patents is that by the time you then get set up to get the technology transferred to other countries to be able to do it, you may be going into the end of 2022, the beginning of 2023, at which point a lot of people will have died. So I'm not against transferring technology and I'm agnostic about the TRIPS waiver. The one thing but, I am bullish on and I Dr. really Fauci, do feel how can you we need be, to do. How can you be agnostic though? How can you be agnostic? You're the chief medical advisor. If the president says, Dr. Fauci, what should I do? What's your advice? What are you going to tell him? I'm telling get people vaccinated as quickly as you possibly can. If that means getting billions of doses from companies and getting it to the people in the low and middle income countries at a very, very low price that they can afford, do it and do it now. Because if you want to start transferring technology, you're going to get it to them a year and a half from now. So I can be agnostic about it. My only concern is I care about people getting vaccinated. However you do that, go for it and do it now. All right. I, w- I want to comment on this real quickly. Uh, you know, every, l- l- Eric Hage just said, oh, gosh, can we get rid of Fauci? Because Ca- Fauci on the right, they made a caricature out of Fauci. And I hated that because Fauci was the only reliable person in the Trump administration talking about the, the disease, about the, the, the pandemic. But this is the first time I've heard Fauci actually give a political answer. And notice what he said. He said, and, and, and I don't know if it is from him not knowing economics or not, but he said, by the time the patent and the technology transfer occurs, it would have been too late, right? That's not true. First of all, all these drugs found their genesis out of government paying for the initial research for decades these research didn't just come about in the last year or two they didn't government paid for it it is the it is the it is the corruption in our economic system that allows these guys to have patents for drugs like this this should be legal this is something to save lives should be legal illegal when he talks about how much time it's going to take for a technology transfer, etc. We should not have to have technology transfers. We know how to build a Moderna factory, a Pfizer factory, and a Johnson & Johnson factory. We build them all over the world, irrespective of everything, and we start producing these vaccines, and we start throwing these vaccines into the arms of people. Forget about economics. Forget about capitalism. And get the damn thing done to save humanity and to save millions of lives. That is what you want to do. Your economic system is the barrier to do that. When we've already paid for this research, 
And that is what I'm saying. That is what we have to understand as a people. This capitalism is killing people. Because the fact that I wrote in my book, as I see it, class warfare, the only uh, resort to right-wing doom. I explain the danger of patents. Hell, it affected me. Jeff Bezos and that patent for one click on, uh, on that shopping cart prevented me from designing my own shopping cart back in the 90s. So what I'm trying to say is, remember, folks, what Fauci did there was the only time I really saw him take, take an answer. And I think the political answer came from his naivete in not understanding the corrosive nature of capitalism on this virus. The corrosive nature of capitalism that allowed this virus to get as bad as it got. If we had a society where we had Medicare for all and all these things that are necessary for health care, nobody would be thinking about uh, if we do this, who's going to make money? How are we going to have a technology? What technology transfer? All these formulas were originally designed with government grants from the NIH and from other grants to universities. And then when these guys saw that there was potential, then they finished the research, right? They finished the research of something they knew would probably work. And that's why it could get such quick approval. People, oh, we have Operation Lightning. Operation Lightning, my butt. This wasn't, there's nothing lightning about the Moderna vaccine. There was nothing lightning about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. There was nothing lightning about the Pfizer vaccine. These things were in this development for a very long time. If we remove steel patent protection from pharmaceutical companies, they will be reluctant to develop therapeutics for the viral pathogen that are coming down the pike. They already do not develop them, Mr. Grant. I hope you're coming to my show so that we can learn together, Mr. Grant. Most of these chemicals that solve our problems are created from grants that you, Mr. Grant, have paid your taxes to create. Okay? It's not the private companies, the, the private sector companies that take the initial investment into research. This is university research that when they see it has potential, they take it, they take the patent rights, and they go off with it. Get my book as I see it. Class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. We screw people left and right. Let's understand this, folks. Please, 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 please. Let's understand this. Deborah John says, Egberto, are you aware what's going on in Colombia? Uh, their dictator, authoritarian government is murdering its citizens. They are getting lynched, assassinated by the military. Look, I'm from th that part. My, my country, Panama, was a province of Colombia before the United States uh, forced its independence to build the canal. All right? So I understand the nature of the drug deals and all that kind of stuff down there that goes on. Uh, it's, it's a lot more complex than just murder of that type. Uh, let's also see. Uh, Roberto Luis, mi hermano, dice... All countries must be involved freely to global pandemic. This is a global vaccine to be distributed free. Punto y final. Whoop, whoop. I agree with you, Roberto. I'm not only that, we paid for it. Update. Uh, he's not on Facebook anytime soon. Uh, let's see what the update says. Uh, oversight board. Oh, thank you for giving that. Too long for me to read out now. I only got one minute. 
Uh, thank you very much, E2247. Debbie, Deb Denny, I regards patents as a scam. Is there anything they're good for? Again, they give a company 14 years, I think it's 14 years for certain things that they can hold on to not allowing anybody else to do anything with that, even if they weren't the only one who came up with the brilliant idea. It's whoever got the patent first. It's a ripoff. It's a, it's a scam that corporations use to control the market. It's just, it's just another scam to control the market. Why not say, ha, people say, well, you'll copy somebody else's design. Well, if you prove that they copied and they didn't develop it on hand, you know, let's fight that out in court, but allow everybody to bill, and then you get a, a little piece of the action, a little piece of the profit. Okay? Replying to them, that's too high. Okay, folks, I got to get out of here. But please, again, I, one last pitch. If you are on YouTube, please click the Join button. Become a part of our family. Uh, I didn't go over all the, all the topics that I was, I was going to talk about today. Please look at in the blog. Let me put the blog out there in, in the link. Please just go to the blog. And I have links to everything that I intended to talk about today. So here's the link to the blog for today. All right? Uh, now, the, the, let's say the university deal in milliliters cause needs gallons. Uh, that is a development that the private sector does. Yeah, of course. After we develop the technical stuff, the science stuff, yeah, we pass it on to the, to the private sector to, to create the gallons. But we could just as well have passed it on to a government entity designed to create those gallons and then remove the profits out of it, right? And then that means that product for people would be a lot cheaper, right? And we can do as we please without having to worry about what the shareholders are going to think, right? All those, all those things are why I say we need a bifurcated economy. We've got to get out of here. Folks, please, 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 click that join button. Become a part of our family, our PDR family. Also, please, uh, if, you, if, if you have the wherewithal, please become a patron. How do you become a patron? Go to politicsandright.com slash patron. Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Politicsandright.com slash patron. Alternatively, you can also become a part of us via PayPal, just go to politicsandright.com slash PayPal. PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. You can also get all our books in one location, politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. We need your support. We cannot stay ahead of the game. We cannot stay alive. We cannot keep putting this message out unless we get your support. Your support makes this your program. And as you can see, it doesn't matter what I come to do. If you guys have a whole lot of stuff you want to talk about, that is what we're going to talk about before anything that I prepare, because it's your show. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.